This is episode number 38 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey everyone, welcome on to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell and Anita Lambert. Today we are talking about surprise pregnancies, which isn't the most comfortable topic to talk about, but an important one because both Anita and I have now experienced a surprise pregnancy. We'll dive into this in much more detail as we get going here. But this was not our experience with our first pregnancies, was the experience with our second pregnancy, and really has just shifted a lot of things for us in terms of how we view pregnancy and how we speak to pregnant people and our pregnant clients around pregnancy. I think that often what we see in the public eye or on social media is pure excitement regarding pregnancy, and there are just more sides to it, and we want to recognize this. So Anita, let's dive in. Just tell us about your first experience with pregnancy and what that felt like for you and the circumstances around how that one happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with Pippa, we, we had talked about it kind of the year before and um, we knew kind of when we wanted to start trying. Um, and we both, both my husband and I had friends who kind of had both sides of the coin, either got pregnant right away or had fertility challenges. We didn't really know anyone that had surprise pregnancies at that point. Um, and kind of the the first time we, I guess, tried, um, we did get pregnant right away. Um, and I remember telling my husband and he was like, that was just like, we only tried once, one month. How is that possible? Because most of his friends had taken longer. And I was like, well, it, it kind of only takes like once, like it's, it's not like a buildup of events. Right. <laughs> so, and so he was, I think really shocked because he expected it to take longer. So, but we were in a spot because we had thought about in advance. And so we were like, if it did happen right away, we were both on board and excited about it. So that's how the first one went. Um, and yeah, so that, that was our experience. What about you, Jess? Oh my gosh, I love that. Not a build-up of events. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so ours was similar, a little bit different. I was on birth control pill for, gosh, 15 years maybe, a long time, before we decided that we wanted to try to conceive. So I had some struggles getting off the pill, worked with a naturopathic doctor. My cycle wasn't anywhere close to being regular for about a year probably, maybe a little bit longer even. So my cycles were just all over the place. I had no idea when I was ovulating. I had some really uncomfortable periods, super bad cramps, heavy cycles, 
then I would go a couple months with nothing. So it really did take about a year to get back on a more regular cycle. We're um, trying throughout this time to get pregnant and yeah, similar to you, we both wanted to. We were both thinking that whenever it happened would be a good time um, and we were just really comfortable with the idea of getting pregnant at that point. And I remember that, oh my gosh, that feeling of when I saw the positive pregnancy test with steel and it was like pure elation, tears of joy. I text Randy because he was working nights at the fire department that night to tell him and it was so, which makes the experience of this surprise pregnancy, which we'll get into, just such a stark contrast because I felt completely opposite feelings. So Mm -hmm. let's get into that experience with pregnancy number two. And just to confirm, this was pregnancy number two for you, right? There were no... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, no losses. Yeah. 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 Okay. So tell us about this pregnancy. You are currently pregnant still. Yes. Yeah. How did this one happen? What has it been like? So, um, so going back a little bit, it wasn't until Pippa was probably about a year and a half. Um, it was actually just before you told me you were pregnant, um, that I had come to a point where I felt, okay, I'm, I'm open to having a second baby Um, and not at that point. I was thinking maybe a year from then, so maybe starting now. Um, And I think talking to people, sometimes that sounds really surprising of like, why did it take a year and a half? Because really until that point, I really wasn't sure. Um, And even like Andy, we had had some talks and I think before we had kids, we had pictured having more than one kid, but for some reason when I was pregnant with Peppa and people would ask, how many kids do you want to have? And for some reason, the answer that always came out of my mouth was like, we're going to start with one. And I didn't know why that was my answer, but it just was. Um, and now I understood why, because parenting is not easy mm-hmm. at all. And so, I mean, everything from sleeping to we had a really positive nursing experience um, and it ended right around that 18 months. But it was a little bit different than what I heard commonly from other people. So a lot of people talked about their baby weaning themselves. And I know you and I talked about this. I was at a point that I was ready to be done nursing. And that was a struggle for me to be able to wean her because she just wanted to keep going. Mm -hmm. So once we kind of were able to end that relationship, um, then I felt like, okay, I could, I could get back to it. So just a bit of a background why it took that long because I think a lot of our listeners or there may be some listeners who have gone through the same thing who kind of feel alone because I felt like everyone I knew knew they wanted more than one baby Mm -hmm. Um, except clients I feel like clients were a constant reminder that not everybody thinks that way too so um, so at that point I was like okay I'm ready for a second baby at some point Um, but my husband I hadn't talked about in a bit And so then I guess it would have been about six months after that. um, My period had been gotten pretty regular after weaning from nursing. And then, uh, and then for some reason I'm like, okay, my period's late. And I'm like, but like the chances of being pregnant were pretty slim. So, but then I was like, okay, it's like over a week late. So let me just, I'll get a test, but I wanted to take it. And then if it was positive, be able to tell my husband pretty soon after. 
So we had a, a date night planned. Um, and I took it right before, and then we left for date night, and I basically told him when we, when we went out for dinner, and he was super surprised. Like, we we joke about it now, but he was like, I told him, I'm like, so we're pregnant, and he's like, uh, how? And... <laughs> My husband's very smart, so he knows how, um, but just the chance of us being pregnant were very slim. Uh, we were using a method that the, the chances of being pregnant were pretty low, so he was really shocked. And as soon as I took the test, too, kind of what went through my brain was like, okay, so this is happening, and um, we will make this work. But it was it was a shock for sure. So then we went out and we had dinner. We somehow still ate food. Like we weren't the most hungry after that. We were talking about everything and like laughing. But there was also like tears and just like how to figure this out. And it was I thought it was interesting, his response. Because I think as a partner, oftentimes there is this feeling of like needing to be provider. So he went straight into provider mode of like, okay, financially, how are we going to do this? Like last time we planned ahead, this time there was no planning ahead. This was happening. So that's where his head went. And then I think it took him a little bit longer to get to the excitement point. And for me, it didn't necessarily happen right away either. But um, I could tell for him, it it definitely was took longer to process because he hadn't reached that point yet of for sure wanting a second baby. So that's kind of how things started off for this baby <laughs> with baby number two. Gosh, it's just so different the second time around. Your mm-hmm. experience and my experience, similar. Yeah. Were you scared? Were you sure you wanted to have this baby? Were there any doubts? What was that like? There there really wasn't. I think because I had reached that point before. Um, if I hadn't reached that point, for me, I knew... We still would want to have the baby, but it just would feel there'd be a lot more to process having not reached that point. Um, But I think because I had reached that point six months earlier, I was like, okay, this is just really fast tracking um, ahead. And I think a lot of times too, um, well, we'll get to that after in terms about guilt involved with it. but just I had plans for my practice, plans for like work, and I know Andy had plans, and we were at a really good spot with Pippa, like she was just over two, and like the meltdowns were less at that point. So we were just in a really good groove, and it just was kind of a shock of like, okay, this is all going to change really soon all over again. Yes, yes, completely. That was, I'll dive into my experience in a second, but that was how we felt too, because Steel was just over two, and it felt like life has just settled down a little bit at that point. So I think that's where some of that, like, or a lot of that discomfort can come from. You just know what you're going to be thrown back into again. Okay, so I talked about my experience before, but I'll tell again. So we were not trying to get pregnant at all. We were trying to avoid pregnancy. I was, I had always well, joked for the last year or so that the only way I would be pregnant again is if we got knocked up, and then there we were in that experience. So we're not trying to get pregnant. 
as I was saying, our oldest daughter was just over two at that point. She had just weaned from nursing about a month before I got pregnant. I think I got pregnant because of that. I think I ovulated early during that cycle. It was my first cycle not breastfeeding. And I think that's how things happened looking back on it because my cycles were at a point where they were so regular. I was tracking my ovulation symptoms were bang on. And then I got to that cycle and I thought that maybe I ovulated late. I didn't consider that maybe I ovulated early. So I, so how it all happened, how I found out I was pregnant, I had dropped steel off at day home. And for the last couple days before that, I was feeling like I just knew in my bones something was up. I just felt different in my soul. I was kind of having some bloating. I tried to blame it on all the coconut milk caramels I was eating for the past week before that. I was just (laughs) trying to put it on anything but being pregnant. So Randy was out of town, my husband, for a few days. So he wasn't there. So I dropped Steel off at day home, went to the pharmacy, went home, took the test and it was positive and it was a horrible horrible day it was october 27 2017 we'll remember that day forever and i just melted down i was screaming crying so upset just on the floor couldn't believe that this was the position that we were in and there's so much that has gone into those feelings first of all I just hated the idea of going back into pregnancy. I really loved being pregnant the first time, but I was so sick. Food was awful basically the entire time, nauseous the entire pregnancy. But then even more so than that was thinking about the birth and how this baby would come into the world. It really felt like walking into a fire. It felt like I needed to choose a route of trauma, essentially. So that was just so uncomfortable, tons to process. I hated that I was the pregnant one. I hated that I was the one that had to feel so much discomfort about it. My initial reaction was that I wanted an abortion and I booked one and I didn't go. So I booked one for early November, mid-November. So it was a few weeks after that. I wanted some time to sit with it. I didn't want to make a decision right away. What was so strange for me is that I could never say out loud or I could never communicate that I wanted to be pregnant, that I wanted to have another baby, but in my soul I knew that our family looked like a family of four, that I did want to have another baby, but there was just so much fear wrapped up in it that it just felt so hard to like wish that upon myself because... I was just dealing with a lot of hard emotions surrounding it from the pregnancy, from the birth, from imagining being postpartum again, postpartum, early postpartum was super tough the first time, a lot of birth trauma processing, just a newborn for the first time was really hard, nursing was difficult and then quite easy, the struggles in our marriage, so much resentment in our marriage from going through that big transition of welcoming first baby into the family. I just had so many fears about postpartum in general. So that forced us into a ton of honest communication between Randy and I and what we 
what we wanted for our family and Randy left it up to me to decide what I wanted to do to continue on with the pregnancy to go to that abortion appointment so I woke up the morning of the abortion appointment and I decided I wasn't going to go and I let myself I let myself off the hook I decided that I could book one for the next week if I wanted to Maybe it wasn't right today. Maybe I didn't know for sure on this day, but if I wanted to book one for the next week, I could. The night before that appointment, and I have a picture of it, Randy and I flipped a coin like a hundred times, being like heads or tails. If it's tails, you go. If it's heads, we have the baby. We just didn't know. Like no answer, no decision felt right, which was the most uncomfortable part of it all. I just felt like any decision we would have made at that point would have been the right decision. Ultimately, I had to go with my gut and my gut was looking down the road and picturing our family and it was with two kids and it always looked like that for me, but I could never admit it because it was just too scary to have to go through the process of growing, birthing, and caring for this tiny baby. So... That was surprise pregnancy number two. It was the complete opposite response to the joy and elation of pregnancy number one. And I just wanted, I wished in that time that I had more people to talk to about it being so uncomfortable. Because again, like I was saying at the top of the show, that so much of what we see on social media is about this excitement regarding pregnancy and I was not feeling any of that and it felt really oh just like really uncomfortable in so many ways Mm -hmm. I remember I remember when you told me early on and then I remember with my experience which was months later I remember telling you back I'm like well Jess (laughs) so I know how you feel and um and I think it definitely yeah, kind of changed how when other people tell you, which I know we want to talk about, um, because there's a lot of assumptions around it. And I know for us, like, or at least for me, because I think that's the other thing too, like with partners, they don't really have to tell anyone for a long time, because physically, they aren't really showing anything. And I know for me, I and Andy was always on board with it of like, even with Pippa, we did we did wait to tell people um, because we liked kind of containing for her pregnancy. It was like the excitement. Um, we kind of wanted to have our own little kind of secret and be able to kind of, you know, share that between us before we shared it with others. And this time around, it was more, I wanted to get farther in being comfortable with it and getting to the point of feeling more excited about it and that this is happening before telling people because I knew how people would respond um so I'm trying to think when we really did tell people it was at least like four months um before saying anything but then I've talked about before like my body changes pretty fast at least I noticed my body changing fast um so it was it was interesting to see the difference of like why we waited to tell people um last time versus this time I don't know how did you find that Jess Mm -hmm. yeah similar experience so this time on social media I didn't say anything until maybe, gosh, 17, 18 weeks, somewhere in that range. We had exact same situation to you. I 
was nervous for the response of other people and how I would handle that. Um, so we might as well just get into this now, but people saying, congratulations, that must be so exciting when you tell them that you're pregnant. That is what happened to a few people that we told initially on and I wanted to just escape those situations because I was not excited. I felt horrible about it. I was still doing my own processing around the whole situation, wrapping my head around it. So I just, I needed to wait until a point where I felt where I felt okay, where I felt neutral about it. I didn't wait to the point where I felt excited about it because I didn't feel excited about the pregnancy even at that point, which I think is something important to talk about too. Just that it's okay if you don't and you don't have to beat yourself up about that even further. So it's just something that this experience has taught me so much in something about how I respond to people's pregnancy announcements when people write me on social media, when a friend says they're pregnant, when a client says they're pregnant. I just check my initial reaction. I don't say congratulations up front. I ask them how they're feeling about it, how they're doing with it, because I want to gauge their their emotions on it first before I project mine onto them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, something that I had heard kind of way back before even being pregnant with Pippa is a friend of mine who's a GP who does obstetrics. And she said how she would approach patients who would come in, she'd be like, is this a happy surprise or kind of how do you feel about it? Because she even knew like at that point too, that it's one of those things where it's everyone's processing it different and you don't know why they're coming in with that. So I've definitely kind of flipped with that as well. Just being, you know, taking it from the client or whether it's friends or family of like, yeah, asking how they're feeling and then it'll come through whether it's a happy or a surprise that was not planned or how they're feeling about it. Let's talk about the shame and guilt mm-hmm. that you might have felt for a variety of reasons after you found out you were pregnant. Oh, yeah, that definitely. I feel like there was like so much. Um, I wouldn't say shame. I would say guilt with it just because... I'd had, like I said, a lot of friends who went through fertility challenges. I've had a lot of clients who go through it and it kept coming back being like, like we didn't plan for this to happen and it just happened. Um, And yeah, there's just guilt with that because it's like there are people who wanted a baby who want a baby so badly and who've gone through surgeries and gone through IVF and gone through so many things. Um, and then when an unplanned pregnancy happens, you're like, like, where's the fairness in that? How does that work? So there was a lot of that. And I think even when talking to friends, um, when we were sharing it and some people did ask, you know, how did it happen? Not, not how did it happen, but in terms of like, oh, you know, was it planned? Or even just people like, oh, I figured it would happen soon because Pippa was this age. That I heard a lot, which I was kind of surprised about because people kind of assume you're going to have a second baby when your first baby is a certain age. Um, And I never really thought of it that way. So yeah, definitely guilt um, with that. And I think what helped was actually some of my friends who did have fertility challenges actually 
how they spoke back about it was kind of like, well, I know what I went through as in themselves. They're like, I can understand it being a surprise on the other end, how that can actually be challenging. So I think that was super helpful to feel that people who had the opposite situation actually understand my situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's incredible that people can offer that grace. And I had a similar situation. I for sure felt so guilty about feeling feeling so upset that I was in that position of pregnancy. That felt really awful. And I went to a counseling session with uh, my counselor who Randy and I have seen together. I went to a session on my own after I found out I was pregnant And we talked about that quite a bit because it was something that I was really wrestling with. And she just kept reminding me that our experiences are separate. And that was relieving in a sense. It didn't make me feel a lot better about it for a while, honestly. I really had to keep reminding myself that these were separate experiences and that I could still feel empathetic to people who were on the other side of the coin and that I was still allowed to feel the discomfort in my own situation too. So I think that another piece of the guilt that I felt was on not on not being excited, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, and that I didn't feel excitement until maybe halfway through the pregnancy. I felt an ounce of excitement, but I didn't feel tons of excitement throughout the whole pregnancy. I was more excited to not be pregnant anymore the entire pregnancy than I was uh, for being pregnant. Are you feeling excited? Mm -hmm. I am. I would say that I did. I reached the excitement point I don't even know quite when it was, but it it definitely was earlier in the pregnancy. Like um, when we did start telling people, like I felt quite comfortable and was getting excited about it. And I think it's, I think a part of it too was actually seeing Pippa, her be excited and I'm totally going to get emotional. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. And I will say just, oh my gosh, your heart's going to explode a million times over because now baby Theo is three months and Steele's just over three years and she like talks to him and tickles him and she'll say, look, he's smiling at me. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is just the coolest experience. Yeah, I think that was really seeing her and I think it does help at their age because Steele and Peppa were very similar in age with that and just to see her be like so excited and like so into it but I think it's also important to talk about like we didn't decide to in terms of this pregnancy have anything to do with because we felt we needed to give her a sibling or like doing it for her um that's just a bonus in terms of this um so I think like seeing her has like brought out the excitement even more and so like when people ask what is like after you give birth what are you really excited about and I think it's like for them to meet is pretty cool that was the biggest reason probably one of the biggest reasons in deciding for us to continue on with the second pregnancy um was because of my sister and the relationship that we have oh god it's like nothing it's like nothing else 
Nothing else can touch that. And so, of course, you cannot predict what the relationship between your children will be like one day. But that, it's just such a special relationship in my life. And I just hope so deeply for them that they can cultivate a relationship of some sort too. Okay, the (laughs) only other thing that I really want to mention in this was the necessity of access to free, safe abortion for pregnant people. Um, the amount of people who had reached out to me after I disclosed that I was strongly considering abortion, it's just incredible the stories that I've heard since then. People who have had abortions, people who have not, did not have abortions, but wanted to at the time, they couldn't access one. Hearing people's stories about how difficult it is to access safe free abortion care in their area it just is heartbreaking on many levels and I know that this is a controversial topic and people are going to have a lot of different opinions on this but so necessary and for pregnant people to be able to make that choice about their own bodies I think is so essential I will say now being on the other side of that pregnancy which was extremely challenging basically the entire way through from start to finish it has been it was absolute right decision for us and I know that any decision would have been okay but this decision to have second baby was the right decision for us really none of my fears about postpartum came true I was so dreadful about postpartum terrified for it And here we are through the fourth trimester and it has generally been a positive experience. Lots of hard moments, lots of hard days, but less so than last time. And it just feels so different than last time. The transition has felt way less rocky, even with a trickier baby. It just, our marriage was able to handle it in a different way. Um, Our life was set up for it a little bit differently and what I mean by that mostly is that we were not shocked by how then your life revolves around a kid, a child, a baby because our life already revolves around that and it's just been surprising to me how obsessed I am with this baby. Like I didn't know how I would feel about him. I was worried about that too in pregnancy But from the moment they lifted him over that C-section blue curtain and I saw him, it was just, I knew that it was exactly meant to be in every single way. So uh, postpartum has been far more enjoyable than this pregnancy was. (laughs) I was so glad to be on the other side of it. And I can't wait to watch you go through the second (laughs) time postpartum and to be here and to hear what it's like for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point to bring up. I feel this time around, too, it's kind of like both you and your partner um, have a sense of what things are going to be like. So preparing for that. And you're right, too, in terms of even just communication, because that was a huge change um, when a baby comes into the picture of like, you think you know how to communicate with each other, but then you put a crying baby in the middle and that's a little bit challenging. So I feel we both feel more prepared this time and um, yeah, getting, getting pretty excited about it. So uh, yeah, we'll see how postpartum goes this time around. We will do updates on that for sure. (laughs) 
All right, friends, I think that's it for this time. Surprise, unplanned pregnancies, so much emotion surrounding it and going into it. We wanted to give you our honest thoughts on it and our personal experience with it. Again, just because there's so many sides to the story and we want to talk about them all. And just a reminder, if you do have people coming to you telling you that they're pregnant, gauge their reaction, see how those emotions are feeling for them first before we put our own ideas on to them. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 